Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. Here on the podcast and in the book, I am covering all the different ways that you can do a little bit better because you are a person who gives a shit about being a decent human and trying to leave the world a little bit better than maybe you found it. This summer, I've been re-watching the show Better Things with Pamela Adlon on Hulu, and I love it for all the lessons that it gives us in the reality and the unreality of everyday life and how messy motherhood and modern life can be. It's part of a week of a grab bag of episodes, quite honestly. Usually I have a weekly theme. If you've listened before, you know that this is true. But I had some episodes that either maybe should have gone in with some other themes, but I didn't quite have room or maybe stand on their own like today. This is me today just kind of fangirling about a show that I have been loving. So two weeks ago in my series on perfectionism, I talked about the importance of having a messy mentor. A lot of times the people we look up to that maybe we follow on Instagram, they're living these, well, they're presenting these picture-perfect lives, but there are some people who are keeping it real out there, who open up about their struggles, who post when their hair is in a messy bun or their hair is frizzy or they just woke up and they share about the things that didn't go right in their lives in a funny, relatable way, you know, and Those people are your mentor in letting life be messy. When I recorded that episode, the messy mentor that I thought of, who has been meaningful to me, is Amy Schumer. And I couldn't really think of anybody else, but watching this show has given me a new one. It's Pamela Adlon, who's the star and the showrunner of Better Things. I have been binging the whole series because the series came to an end this spring. And I haven't watched the final season yet. I haven't even gotten to the final season yet in my rewatch, but I wanted to start from the beginning just to kind of steep in it and love it and be able to send it off in a way that I really understood all the things that were all the little storylines that were going to be tied up in a bow. Better Things was originally broadcast on FX and now it's available on Hulu. So Pamela Adlon plays Sam Fox, who is a single mom. Her ex-husband is pretty much out of the picture. He kind of floats around and generally, you know, makes plans with the girls, but then doesn't keep them, that kind of a thing. She has three girls. They're all in various stages of adolescence and early adulthood. 
Sam Fox, Pamela Adlon's character, is also a working actress, and she has to financially support her mostly absent ex. And just to make things a little more complicated, she has a problematic mother who's a little, I mean, she's quirky, let's say that, self-centered, can say kind of mean things. And beyond that, she's a hoarder, and she has probably early onset dementia or we're seeing the very beginnings of it. So there's a lot going on and a lot that's frankly very relatable. So here are the pieces of reality that Better Things represents that I just haven't seen in a lot of other places and seeing it, you know, they say representation matters. Just seeing this stuff on screen just makes me feel like, I don't know, it's like a warm blanket gets put on my chest. Like, oh, The first episode of season two, we see Sam Fox, who is, you know, in her, I think she's turning 50. So I'm 52, totally right there with her. See her trying to wiggle into her pants at the start of an episode. She's trying on everything in her closet and nothing fits. Okay, hashtag been there. It's called menopause or what I like to call the thickening. Also, as a mother, you can see her girls kind of grow up over the seasons and you can see them go into and then come out of what my husband and I lovingly call the turd zone. You know, when your kid becomes an adolescent and all of a sudden your little cutie pie is like rolling their eyes and sighing loudly and being like, no, and oh, mom. So (laughs) it's been sort of helpful to see Sam Fox's kids grow up and see that that's a normal part of development and also that it does end at some point. Also, Sam is always cooking. She is constantly cooking. She plunges the toilet at least a couple of times every season, and she's always washing dishes. I don't think I've seen her do the laundry, but she does have a lot of scenes happen in the laundry room, which she calls her office. So again, representation matters. I kind of love seeing the tedium of motherhood represented as well as the challenges. And, you know, I'll get to this, but the rewards. I also love seeing a glimpse into the realities of working as an actress. So Sam suffers some indignities of growing older. She gets passed over for a role that she was a shoe in for. In fact, it was a role that she made famous a few years ago. She was a voice actor on a cartoon in the show. And incidentally, Pamela Adlon was a voice actor on King of the Hill. She voiced Bobby Hill. And they're bringing the cartoon back on Better Things, and they bring Pamela Adlon in, make her read for her old role, and then don't give it to her. She also does dumb commercials and dumb zombie movies. And as a creative professional, I really related to some of the kooky stuff that she does and that I have done and that we all do to earn money. Admittedly, it is a little bit relentless in terms of parenting and working and being a daughter and being a woman. And Sam is not even dating, which is another cool part of reality that she's representing. She's a grown-ass single woman, and she doesn't want a relationship, which more and more and more women are staying single well into their 50s and 60s and like throughout their whole lives. So that's a cool representation of reality and not one that you typically see on TV. And I just find it so refreshing. Sam also has amazing friends, and it's really fun to just be a fly on the wall as she goes out with her girlfriends and they get drunk and they talk about their exes and their favorite sex toys. And, you know, of course, they also give each other pep talks about how amazing they are. There's also some unreality to the show, which I'm going to tell you about right after this break. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome back. I am sharing things that I have learned and what I love about binging the show Better Things. And I was sharing about the reality that it portrays, which I have found so refreshing. But kind of a cool thing about it is that it includes a lot of unreality too. What do I mean by that? Well, one of the daughters sees ghosts. So this daughter will be having a conversation with a character and we're thinking that it's real. And then the daughter turns around and the character is gone and we realize, oop, Duke's seen a ghost again. Also, Sam's dead father shows up in a lot of scenes, not flashbacks, but in the midst of their current life. Sam will be driving her kids somewhere. They live in LA. She's in the car a lot and any parent of teens is in the car a lot before they can drive themselves where they need to go. And she'll look in the rearview mirror and boom, there's her dead father giving her some advice, sometimes good advice, sometimes bad advice. But I thought that was kind of cool way to represent how the people that we love who have passed still feel very present to us at times. And then there's also one episode where Pam's character, Sam, is so fed up with her kids taking advantage of her that she forces them to pretend that she has died and hold an impromptu funeral so that they can all get up and say what she meant to them. It's just never going to happen in real life, but it was kind of cool to think about, you know, sometimes you're having these tough moments of parenting or in your relationship, and it kind of helps remind me that even though there are hard moments, overall, we're having such a lasting impact on our kids and what they think about life in general, as well as us. And then they'll also do these really arty, interesting things where the characters will all perform a modern dance for a good five minutes of the show, which, you know, it's just, it's getting a little bit out of the box of what we think a show is supposed to do or be. And I love it. Also, I really admire the way that Pamela Adlon, as a professional in her real life, has dealt with some tough stuff. For example, she was good friends with Louis C.K., the comic who was basically run out of the biz after it was found out that he did all these super creepy, weird sexual power plays with women that he worked with. Pamela Adlon and Louis C.K. collaborated on many shows over the years, and he actually co-created this show with her. And he co-wrote the first season or two, which is after the second season, I believe, is when all the stuff about Louis C.K. came out. So it was kind of this big moment of like, oh no, what are you going to do? You're associated with this person who's been canceled and for good reason, you know? And she has just been very forthcoming about it, about how they were good friends. She knew he was a little off, but she had no idea that what he was doing and she's no longer collaborating with him in that way, although she wishes him well, but she didn't take his name off the show on the co-creator credit because he was the co-creator. You know, it's easy to just think like, oh, I'm going to bury this really embarrassing, hard, difficult thing, but she's very forthcoming about it. And I've heard her talk about it on her Fresh Air interview, which I'm linking to in the show notes. And I just think, I don't know, I'm inspired not only by her art, but also by her life. And 
you know, she does portray kind of the difficulty of motherhood, and I appreciate that. And some days everything's going to shit and it's really hard. And this could sound like it's depressing. You know, her kids are jerks. Her mom does something crazy and Sam has to sweep up the pieces. Her ex-husband comes around and asks for money. But then someone will play a song on the piano and everyone will chime in. Or they have this amazing party where they're really funky community comes over and everybody has a really good time or they go visit a long lost relative. And in those moments, you know, everything's more than okay. It's that feeling of it's all wrong, but it's all right. And honestly, with the state of the world and what we've been living through, you know, that's a pretty good motto to adopt and a very good example to live into, which is, it's all wrong, but it's all right. Which, by the way, is the name of a Dolly Parton song. I should do an episode on Dolly Parton because she is also one of my mentors, although I can't call her a messy mentor because she's always so perfectly quaffed. Just to wrap it up, to say, if you're looking for a bingeable show, I say, get on your couch and fire up better things. And I haven't watched the final season yet. So if you know the way that the series wraps up, please don't tell me. Give me another week or two to catch up. And come back tomorrow when I am sharing a really embarrassing road rage incident and what not to do when another driver gets angry at you. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 